his story under arrest and his other books and those fabulous, elusive t-shirts. Um, so, so it, and it's available anytime. You go to your website, zenbitchslap.com. Okie doke. In thinking about our reading today, um, Paul, you've often discussed about um, after we have uh, brought light to our selfing process and and our um, uh, uh, discovery of who we're not in this process of uh, step four, especially, um, we uh, are then available to go on to step six and seven and ask this uh, higher power, this power greater than self to um, uh, reconfigure. Uh, uh, this identification that that we uh, know as self, that we know is selfing. And so I'm going to begin on page 75, uh, the bottom paragraph. Returning home, we find a place where we can be quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing what we have done. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. Taking this book down from the shelf, we turn to the page which contains the 12 steps, carefully reading the first five proposals. We ask if we have omitted anything, for we are building an arch through which we shall walk a free man at last. Is our work solid so far? Are the stones properly in place? Have we skimped on the cement put into the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? Here we go now. If we can answer to our satisfaction, then we look at step six. We have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Are we ready to let God remove from us, which we would rather consider him God, um, uh, our, our innermost, uh, reconfiguring these things, which we have admitted are objectionable? Can he take them all, every one? If we cling to something, we will not let go. We ask God to help us be willing. When ready, we say something like this. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. 
I pray you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Can you get anything from that, Paul? Yes, honey. Thank you, Mickey. You're very welcome. Hey, welcome, everyone. Uh, first, I'd like to share as an example to be clear of this idea of self, the meaning that we're giving it while we're sharing, and that feeling of self, and it's a sense. It's a sense that gets triggered by the claiming of what's happening. So let's basically look at the foundation of what's happening or the experience through the senses. Yes, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And in Buddhism, they see thoughts as seen by a mind. So six, six gates. So those are going on. As long as there's existence and there's an existence uh, driving this action figure, <clears throat> you're having an engagement with what looks like outside of yourself through seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. <clears throat> the mental state, a process in there, notices what it's brought into contact with by us and claims it. So it just claims the verb of living to imply there's someone that's doing the living or being done to by the living, yeah? Now this is mechanical. So when someone says it's just because of the language, our selfing, it's not our selfing, it's selfing, yeah? But the language actually reinforces the selfing all day. So it's almost as if the, the the idea or the target of the mental state is reinforced by the language we speak. Let's I'm using English, let's say, yeah? So a lot of times, if you notice when you speak, when they're speaking, there's a lot of implying that you have a lot to do with a lot of stuff you have nothing to do with, yeah? So like, I'm growing my hair. No, you're not, you're just not cutting the hair, yeah? You're not breathing. The lungs are breathing. If it was up for you to breathe, you would have died in about five seconds because you would have been distracted and then fucking collapsed. Yeah. You're not pumping the blood. You're not beating the heart. You're not digesting that pizza you had last night. All this is going on pretty much automatically. Yes. And the contact with life is going on automatically. If there's a if there's life and there's gates for life to, to go through you're going to have an engagement. You're going to see things, hear things, feel things, taste things, touch things, and ruminate over tons of stuff. Yep. <clears throat> so the selfing that has defeated us, <clears throat> usually its defeat is based on that it's a self. Yeah. The selfing is a mental activity. But when we believe the mental activity, and when I say we, I don't think we're a long lasting separate thing. I think we're, let's say awareness, let's say, or spirit, yeah? We're not in a form, so to speak, we're living through a form. So <clears throat> when 
the feeling of self is already in place, the selfing has done its job, yeah? So the head has kept on yapping that we're this, we're not this, we're this. And then there's a taking to be that. And then it just goes off for the races, yeah? Yeah, so now, even when we describe selfing, we describe it as our selfing. It's not our selfing, it's selfing, yes? The head is selfing. There's no you that's doing it, yeah? The selfing implies there is a you that's doing it. And many of us start life now from that condition. We do not start life from that which is seeing the selfing. We start life from self, yes? We begin and end as this long-lasting independent doer, seer, hearer, feeler, taster, based on the claiming of doing, hearing, seeing, feeling, tasting. Yeah. Now, I believe self allows other things to grow. And one of them is alcoholism. Yeah. So when there is an obsession with self, one of the effects of an obsession with self can grow or bloom into alcoholism which it has for many of us, yes? Now that alcoholism cannot stand on its own. It feeds off the premise of self. So if you really wanted to look at the original addiction, you would see it's the mental addiction to this idea of self, yeah? And many of us were fought worth living the consequences of that and we had an itching for some freaking relief and many of us were introduced to alcohol and then drugs and shit like that, yeah? And really the basic drive was to try to get out of self, yeah? Yet we found that our attempts to get out of self in some weird way were reinforcing the bondage of self, yeah? <laughs> what a conundrum, because our idea of out is more in, what, yeah? When I'm trying to get out of self, I'm reinforcing the idea I'm in self. What? So people in recovery over time came to a conclusion about this. They said self can't get out of self. Through a lot of observation of attempting to do just that. They finally got the message, self cannot get out of self. Hallelujah. Because if you're not self, which you're not, then there's a relief from the need to get out of it. Because not because you've escaped, you're not in it, yes? Some activity has made itself into something called self. And now all the other activity that keeps going on, which we call selfing, is reinforcing that idea of self. And we're living on that, we're listening to that interpretation of a life. We see life as self-centered. So whatever is happening is seen as how it pertains to us, the us that we're actually not, yeah? This is the bondage of self. And this bondage of self called Paul and Jacob and stuff like that, that Petri dish grew something out of it, which is alcoholism, yeah? Or addiction. And now the alcohol and the addiction were weird mutated forms of trying to get out of self living from self yes so the mushroom head wanted to leave the stem but it was completely connected to the stem <laughs> so this is a simple reading being convinced page 64 
third paragraph, being convinced, being, B-E-I-N-G, an active state, not I was convinced or I'm hoping I will be convinced, being convinced, what? Self, what's that? I say it's, a, it's an imagined result of a trance light listening to selfie, tell you the truth, yes? So the head is addicted to the narrative and the narrative is constantly about you as a long lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing. And therefore all day, everything that's going on is producing a reoccurrence of this image of Paul. So now I am bonded to the idea, not of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, but as, but as the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. That's the bondage of self. Yeah. I want to get out of it. I'm not talking about ego because a lot of people say they have an ego. What is that feeling that says it has an ego? That's the feeling of self. Yeah. And then they want to lose an ego, but they don't want to lose self, if you see. <laughs> They'll spend tons of years trying to lose an ego because losing the ego is reinforcing the self that has the ego. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. So this is the bondage of self. Yeah. It's an activity that precludes a conclusion. It says you already are something that you have never been. That's what it does all day. Yeah. You're saddled with an idea. You're a loser before you even lose anything. Yeah. You're saddled with these freaking ideas, and then there's a drive to kind of get out of them, but you're not truly in them. So you're trying to get out of them reinforces the illusion that you're in, on and on and on. It's happening in sobriety at the same time. It just can't be as flamboyant as when it has addiction and alcoholism to play with, but it's doing the same thing. Some people who are in recovery for 35 years have not outgrown fear. Have not outgrown it. Why? Because they think fear is the problem. It's self-reliance is the problem. It says it's right on page 67. Why are we in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? How more reliant on something can you be than calling it you? You can't be any more reliant on an idea to, than to call it you. It's like having Stanley manifest Stanley through me, and every time I get whacked by one of the manifestations or someone brings me to an, an acknowledgement, I keep calling them Stanleys. Yeah. That's the bondage of self. So first thing first, do a small inventory, if you like. And instead of looking at resentments as yours, just look at them as resentments, as manifestations of self in one's life, as it, as it says very clearly on page 64. Let's take this pair of glasses, do the process, and look at the process, not as my resentment, not my fear, not my harming uh, to people to get what I want, but fear resentments harming people in the pursuit of what I want as manifestations of self. And then get back to me and tell me which one's lighter. A, an inventory of your resentments or an inventory on resentment? What has a large fucking door that you can escape through? 
resentment, your resentment. You're not getting out of your resentment quickly. I'll tell you that because your resentment is very valuable to the head. The head loves to have a resentment to obsess over. If it doesn't have one, it'll make it up. It says it right in the book, even real or fanciful or seemingly, the head makes up grudges. Yeah. So it can obsess. Why do you think your head is obsessive all the time to reinforce the idea of self? It's ha it has a beautiful working agenda. It's not yours, that's all. As a parasitical agenda, it's incredible. It's, new, it's neutralized the host. You're walking as if you're Paul for 50, 60 years. It's called completely neutralized the host. It's almost as if you're, it's almost as if you're in the matrix and you're in that tube and they're just sucking off your life force to project this movie. Yeah. This is an assumption I fell into. And when it when I saw this wasn't me, the possibility of, re, of freedom from it became available. And so it has been for 28, what, 28 years now. Yeah. I haven't gotten a new answer after this answer finally exploded in my head. Yeah. I have not gotten a new answer around the topic. And it's right in the book. Look at it, page 64. Self and us are not the same thing. Self has defeated us. Yeah? Something other than us has defeated us. With what? With its power? No, with our power. It's using our power to, to defeat us through identification as. Yeah? That's my humble assertion. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. You know, Do whatever you want to do. I, all I care about is you having some relief. Yeah. So that you don't call me up, really, and complain about shit for 50 minutes. Just here you go. Simple message. Check it out. You've done the steps already. You've done inventory. Just do an inventory with a different theme. Instead of looking for your defects of character or manifestations, look at them as selves, the common ones. Resentment, fear, and harms other people. Five-minute inventory. See which one feels a little different. Yeah. It's much easier to give up through step six and seven something than you're, that you're not than something that you believe you are. You're going to have a very difficult time giving up shit because the head sees value in it. But when you see it as something other than you, you're more than happy to have it redone, refurnished, reconfigured. Yeah. Maybe it will enrich your day instead of be a part of the enslavement of the day. Yeah. So that's really the point. The readings, without these glasses, uh, you know, I didn't hear it in recovery. I didn't. So we're affording a pair of glasses. Yeah. There's a lot of people that know every word in the book and know every period and every sentence. We're just humbly offering a new a, a point of view that's in the book that maybe the people that had the download didn't even see it, but it's right there. And if you keep thinking you have defeated you, the defeat will continue. Yeah. If you can see that which has defeated you as other, the possibility of being truly free from it is available. 
Yeah. If not, you're going to try to be free as self. And that hasn't worked. Yeah. Hasn't worked with drugs. It's not going to work with recovery. You're not going to be free as a self. It isn't. Yeah. It's just not. It didn't do with money. It didn't do with kids. It didn't do with whatever. All the things you thought were going to bring you a freedom as self, have they? Self and freedom do not go together. It's bondage of self goes together. And it will use the pursuit of freedom to bond you to self. So they, you know. So yes, it's a beautiful reading, everything in the book. But you know, when you start getting relief from the problem, you really can see the problem. And it really registers this book. It's so powerful. Because they're describing the same thing that has us by the gonads, and they're describing what relief from the same thing looks like. It doesn't matter if it was described in 1200s or 1935. It's the same fucking thing took us over. We've all enjoyed the same tyranny. Yeah. And so therefore we can describe it. And that's why the meetings work. Because when people share their thoughts, I see them as my thoughts. Yeah. When I walked in, I had a strong sense of terminal uniqueness, which means I didn't, no one thought like I did. No one felt like I did. No one had done the heinous things that I did. And it only took a few months to realize I could only come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts or they're not my thoughts? Yeah. You're listening to the same radio station, just with a different banner name, Bill or Mary. It's 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 K Paul Unclear Channel. The golden oldies we buy the same products, don't we? They sell the same fucking shit. Yeah. Don't worry, it'll be different this time. No, it isn't. It goes on and on and on. So yeah, all right. Mickey, I don't know if I touched the reading that much, but I love all these readings, but what we're talking about is a new pair of glasses concerning the source of the problem. Yeah, before the alcohol and drugs, the source of the problem. Yeah, because it's funny, you get rid of an ego and you're still there. So I don't think you're the, I don't think it's the ego. I'll tell you the truth. I think it's a feeling of ownership that's killing us, literally. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Mickey. Thanks, Paul. So it takes us back to the causes and, and conditions, the source of... of our whole difficulty. Well, what look at what AA says. New basis. Basis is a pretty important aspect. When you have a lot of shit, but it's relying on one basis. Yeah, there's an underlying sort of like gathering of everything else. And that new basis is trusting infinite self trusting the infinite instead of finite self that's it yeah 
Sure. And you're going to have a new attitude and a new outlook. And you're going to have a new freedom and a new happiness. They're talking about foundational uh, conditions being reset so that you'll travel lighter through all the conditions that life can bring. But to have the these underlying effects happen are monumental. I mean, you cannot take a week retreat and have a new attitude and outlook usually. Yes. <clears throat> not going to pro it's not going to happen by this way of life those things can change quickly gradually it doesn't matter recovery progresses if there's that little bit of willingness and so there's going to be a new basis a new freedom a new happiness a new attitude a new outlook not a renovated one or a rehabbed one you're going to see a new in other words you're not going to try to put on a pair of glasses over the self-centered glasses. Yeah. You're going to question the self-centered glasses and maybe you have the eyes to see. And you'll see the self-centered glasses as a failed system. Yeah. And you'll get used to not wearing them. You will quite easily. And you will outgrow all that old shit. You will. And now you'll feel content and satisfied as the basis of your day, instead of having it a race to get content and satisfied. Yeah. You'll look at life as what you can contribute to it, instead of looking at everything as what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Even we do this a lot at the meetings. People will say, I'm not getting anything out of the meetings anymore. Well, maybe if just why don't you just go there? That's a perfect attitude to go to a meeting with. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Because you'll be used greatly there. Yeah, you will. So, yeah. I've been in it for like under this operation for 35 years now. Yeah, I think at this point, you can have opinions and ex experience strength and hope. <laughs> and my opinion is there's not a clear recognition of the exact nature of the wrong. And without that, uh, you're going to mistake a lot of things. Yes. Yep. I don't want to be polishing self. I don't. Yeah. So, yep. You're and we find it so simple. We find it right there in black and white. Yeah, but you have the eye. You have to have the eyes to see it. And if they don't come and stuff like that, a way of getting them is communication, passing on an understanding, yeah, with the understanding that uh, uh, that's after that it's out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you can borrow the pair of glasses. You can keep them as long as you like. I don't care. Yeah, see if it works for you. It's worked with me, so. Me too. Yeah. I mean, uh, I haven't had fear in a long time. Like someone once I was given a talk and they said, are you afraid of a shark? And I, and I was obviously on land. So I said, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, would you be afraid of a shark in the water? Maybe I probably would if it was close, but I'm not. I'm on land. And I have a knowledge or an understanding of a shark. I don't think they can get to uh, Modesto at this point. So I'm not afraid of a shark. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, 
fear is there. I could be if an apparent threat arise, but I'm not getting electrocuted from mental anxiety all day. No, I don't. I, you know what I mean? Most people I feel the head is mimicking the effect of fear through mental anxiety. We have such a strong faith in the thoughts. We're believing shit about a lot of false evidence. And it, they, they're seemingly appearing real today. What's, what's the false evidence? Maybe about next week. And then be, through us, it appears real today. Yeah. So we feel our imagines of, of, of effects that we're afraid we may have next week now. That's insane. You know how powerful that is? And you're wielding it, your head? You're going to make mountains out of molehills. And man, <laughs> or the head is. I'd much rather give that power over to a higher power that knows better how to use it. Truly. Yeah. Yeah, because we can make shit out of nothing. Really. A lot. So I'd rather give it to something that makes shit. And it doesn't make shit. It makes something else. Yeah. It's like in that chapter in the book it talks about this is where i disagree where they say we manufacture our own misery i do not believe that i believe we're an event that manufactures stuff and what we're going to manufacture is what's running the factory so if self is running the factory it's going to manufacture misery definitely it's going to manufacture anxiety about what's not happening. It's going to manufacture a great need to be right and make others wrong. It's going to need. It's going to attract resentments and all this shit. That's what it's going to do. The higher power taking over the factory will also manufacture shit through us, which may be peace, ease and comfort, service, empathy, stuff like that. Yeah, we are. We're just an event. And a lot can be manufactured through us, but it's based on who's running the factory. Yeah. And we're just pointing out that there's something running the factory that's using you as a form of transportation as expression. And you're and then you get stuck with all of its, you know, chinky little china cups. You got thousands of them in your garage. You can't move them to anybody. Get stuck with, but I'm right. <laughs> I'm completely alone, but I'm right about it. <laughs> There's no winning ticket in this lottery of self. <laughs> so that's my humble feeling. So, all right, Mickey. Any you want to, anyone else? Yes, um, Karen has her hand up, but uh, Chris had his hand up earlier. So, Chris, do uh, you want ahead. to come in? The first uh, shall be last, and the last shall be first. Okay, you want, you want me to go after Karen? Oh no, no, go ahead. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I had, I had two, two things, but I don't know which one you feel like answering. <laughs> Just pick one. One is a while ago, you mentioned uncharacteristically the, the Douglas Harding thing about having no head. Yes. And uh, I was just curious to get, you know, your commentary on that or what that means to you. Um, the other thing is I, I, going through my day, you know, flossing, brushing my teeth, whatever, some com conversations going on in my head about 
what who I was talking to five minutes ago or what I'm going to do in five minutes. And all of a sudden, it, that will just stop. It's just like a jarring stop. That conversation just stops. And I'm just like there. And then I, I kind of don't know <laughs> what to do with that. <laughs> you know, nothing to do with it. So let's say you're aware. Yeah. And most of the day you're filled with what you're aware of. Yeah. It's mostly that's how the direction goes. The awareness is mostly the mechanism of being aware of. When some of that of stops and you're left with awareness, that's us. That's the pause. Yeah. P A U S E. That's exactly. what we yeah. are. And yet most of the awareness is being engaged through mental direction to be about things, thoughts, feelings. And it's not enough just to be about the things of the day. It makes up a lot of shit. Yeah. Keep you like addicted to the things. Yeah. Thoughts about you, all thoughts about them, thoughts about your future. Yes. Yeah. And when that system stops or you do something you love, like surf or do whatever, and that stops, and then you're left without the ofs. There's the awareness. That's us. Yeah. Yeah. That's then immediately, really us. Now wait a minute. Okay. Now, when you get a hit of that us, as time goes on, there'll be a feeling of that, even though there's an awareness of. Yeah. There'll be a lot of awareness of what's going on, but there'll be a sense of this. It's going to it's going to become like that unsuspected inner resource, and it's going to become suspected. Yes. So now, while you're busy, the day there's a lot of awareness of, there'll be still a sense that you are awareness. This is when uh, that's called the abiding in the truth, so to speak. Yes. You stop abiding in self, and now you're abiding in the truth, even though the self thing is going on and there's constantly engagement with things going on and being aware of them to some extent. You all the while there's a sense of that awareness that was recognized when shit stopped. Yeah. Because yeah. when those when those pauses happen, you I reflexively move to like analyze it which is exactly going you right your head does. <laughs> yeah yeah you know what your head does yeah yeah, yeah. and then yeah. it's exactly so what destroys it. the head you'll be listening more to the silence than the yapping of the analyzation that's what's going okay. to happen we outgrow things and we grow into things as the right. book uses quite a lot the idea of growing and outgrowing you're going to outgrowing outgrow all the active addiction to thoughts and feelings and analyzing and all this. And there's going to be a resting in that, which is before everything, which is us, the awareness or spirit, let's say. Yeah. It just happens by itself. Just, it seems totally random. Yes. You just but... do this process of this design for living and the effects it, this recovery isn't a equals a, it goes, a goes to F. Yes. It goes, <laughs> You're paying attention to one thing and relief is occurring on another level. I, yeah, that's a good way to put it. So okay, you just stay you. on the operating table. Don't play doctor. Don't get up. And it's going to, it's working out. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thank that's you. the beautiful thing. We're mostly 
the emphasis in our life is on what we're aware of. It's not on the awareness generally, yes? The awareness is the currency that makes everything work, but never gets really uh, emphasized or honored. Yeah, it's just things we're constantly aware of, thoughts, feelings, this or that, yes? It's when there's a sense of the awareness starts becoming, starts every once in a while when you have the 50-50 scale, it breaks the 50.001. And now you're more aware of the awareness than of the things. Exactly. That's that's when the new basis is starting to influence. Yeah. It's arresting. A new player is entering your way of traveling throughout the day. And that player is going to allow the traveling lighter. Yes? Yeah. 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 I and really get it. it. It's, Thank it's you. always been you. It always is you. It always was you. Yeah. It's just been been used to emphasize the things it's aware of instead of the awareness of things. Yes. Yeah. So this yeah, is yeah, yeah. a little shift of that. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Thank you so much. We're all, we're all aware constantly. It's just we're mostly aware of stuff that gets emphasized instead of the awareness of stuff gets emphasized. Yeah, there's something about when it's so arresting that it just breaks like yeah that then you really notice that whole you the noticing what you're not there's like a hard separation almost or yeah a, a yes, lack of identification like a, yeah. that's like a, a thousand dollar check from grace grace yeah. gives you a check you get a sense of wow yes and then that sense doesn't get drowned out by all the othering it doesn't it's there yeah. always that's the beauty of it it doesn't yeah. have to be one or the other. You, it's the emphasis of one or the other. Yeah? It's when you lose interest in self, you'll gain interest in that awareness. Yeah? The interest will be a, sitting on the awareness instead of all the things that are being aware of. Yeah? I, re I really get what you're saying. Yeah. Thank self you. is the scale in a way. When you lose interest in self, you're going to gain interest in a lot of other shit. Okay. awareness itself really yeah and this is what you've been so looking much. for and you know it because of the results you start traveling lighter yeah, yeah. oh for sure for sure yes. oh. I, I, I laugh at things now <laughs> that's just <laughs> things that hap happen because to me that just seem ridiculous people who've gone through aa generally speaking at least in the community i'm in san francisco area Everyone has a recognition of the word pause because it's when that uh, that constantly emphasizing of things gets stopped and then there's just the awareness. That pause is unbelievable. It's yeah. like it's and you get you realize that's you. That's you. Yeah? Exactly. Finally, yeah. you you get a glimpse. Uh, <laughs> or a sense or an intimation that you're other than all these things or the mm -hmm. thing that's involved with all these other things. You're something yeah. before the things. Yeah. And it yeah, brings, exactly. where does it bring relief in the world of things? That's where it demonstrates its relief. It, it is an amazing relief of like a, like an, like a rope being untied or something like that. Yes. Shit. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're thinking we're so important and uh, just, Go out your yard, look down for a few seconds and see some ants or shit like that. 
you could be seen from another point, just like you're looking at the ants. Yeah. The ants have purpose. We don't think that means much, but we need purpose usually. AA gives us great purpose to be available to other alcoholics and to try these practices, these principles in all our affairs. It gives us the purpose of service. Incredible. It brings out the best in all of us. Yeah. It has, it's a design for living. Ah, I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. I really, really appreciate it, Paul. Thank you. Yeah. You've been a huge change help for me. Oh, good. I'm happy about that. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Paul. Let's get Karen in here. Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Karen. Oh. Um, I'm so hi. It's good to see you. You know, I don't usually get the chance to come here uh, because I'm working, but I listen obsessively to the podcasts. And the other night, I was having a real self night, and I. I fell asleep to the podcast and then I woke up and at five in the morning, it was still going because it was gone through the library and I had this, in, uh, you know, and it was really nice to wake up to your voice and it was Mickey's voice. And it was really nice. Um, but, you know, I had this uh, realization when I woke up, like, you know, it was just I, self was listening and like, I was trying to fix, I try to fix myself with, with your talks and I, I go to Ram Dass, I go to, I, I think I've mentioned this several times before. And I hear the same things over and over and over. And I so badly want it. And I'm so glad Chris got to ask this question because it kind of is what I was wanting to talk about because I apologize for the traffic. Because um, you said earlier today, you said, you know, it, it works for me. It might work for you. And I've, <laughs> I just want to ask you how, you know, I just so badly want you to tell me how. Even though I've 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 been coming here for a really long time and I've been doing AA for a really long time and um, you know I I've recently I now have four sponsees my my sponsorship just exploded this past month and now I have four women I, I have five years without a drink and I've been having this incredible experience where when I talk to them all day one of them's a handful oh my god um, but the more and you know technically it's very annoying. But my alcoholism is getting medicated. Just talk, you know, and you, you mentioned like, I don't want people to call me talking shit about whatever, you know, but like when, when these women call me with their bullshit, it does take me out of self and I feel the medication of the chatter and the resentment. But what I'm so terrified of now is that I get that little taste of relief, but the second I'm left to my own devices, it comes right back. And yeah, this I, is gonna, that, the ferocity and the, and uh, the weight of that is in the process of changing right now. It is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my question because, um, thanks for cutting me off because I could go for a while about this because I'm so badly want, but um, you don't find yourself needing to constantly be of service to people. Like do you, it's, it's settled in you. The basis, the foundation is strong, gets stronger and stronger the more we Today, do Today, yes. Today, now, yes. It's settled now, yeah. I would so say it, it's looked like it's been settled for quite a while, yes. But so I, do, I do, I, I'm available to be of service, yeah. And here we do these and other things, but uh, 
it's it's there's not much of a a broadcasting of any narrative around it yes it's just chilled out but i'm older also if you want see life has a built-in spiritual uh path which is getting older getting older a lot of fucking of the fires start going out <laughs> that used to cook up a lot of the shit you just like uh you know what i mean you uh the hope that you that that caused you to refuse to see the clarity of things that hope is gone <laughs> and so you see you see the uh the inadequacy of temporariness and shit like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that by just the age it doesn't even have to do with the malady or alcoholism or age it's just also just becoming older i say so i do i do yeah yeah Very because uh, the the action figure the let's say the 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 delusion sometimes collapses by uh critical mass so mm -hmm. if you see the failure of something long enough sooner or later you're probably going to get that it's failed yeah which is it's great value so maybe you're struggling with it is the system struggling as the system and that yeah it's not yeah. you struggling with the system it's an aspect of the system struggling with this huge hope of getting out of the system with an underlying statement as the system yeah which is going to fail yeah but comprehending that is so painful because I I believe you've you already comprehended it. Your head's trying to avoid it. That's what's painful is the resist is the denial of it. The comprehension is already there. You're just denying it with hopes and shit like that. Not you, but the system itself. It doesn't want to realize the race is over. <laughs> you lost <laughs> i truly can't believe how i i i feel like i'm banging my head against the wall oh, no, that's going to be proved very valuable because it's going to all fail and then you'll you'll be uh chilled out and you'll be able to win a lot of the value here is failure yeah yeah because everything that wants to do for you what you already are underneath are going to fail and then you're going to be left you're going to be left without anything and you'll realize that's what's what you've been the whole time nothing of you has ever changed by all this activity yeah so it's just a matter of like a marathon or a dash of losing interest yes and it's inevitably going to happen so i just gotta wait because i i feel i am surrendering to the extent I can surrender with self. Yes, exactly. And so I just got to keep going and wait for yes, it to happen. It's okay. sort of like the, uh, you know, like the zucchini, you know, is is expecting to be the pickle. You know, it's just, it's a process. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Just soaking yeah. the brine. And you're seeing the system is, this. it's, it's just demonstrating itself in living color in your head. You can see it. Bring that yeah. to six and seven. Bring that huge desire to get it to step six and seven. Yeah. You said this last time. You said yeah, that exact thing to me last time. Yeah. Because what you are, you don't get what you are. It already is. See, the desire to get it is a hiding of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just offer it to six and seven. It will reconfigure it and it'll 
your pointing or your direction may be correct. You may not need all the seriousness concerning it. Yeah. So it's just, it'll, it'll, it'll just, it works. Yeah. yeah. You know, in spite of ourselves. Like I always tell my girlfriend, if I was leaving the house going out to save the world, please lock the doors. <laughs> Don't let me go out and try to save the world. I mean, it's doing a lot better without my uh, participation. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, what, thank you. You know, it's funny with these four girls that I'm helping and I'm, I'm feeling relief. I'm like, I should start a rehab. So thanks for saying that. Maybe you will, <clears throat> or maybe you'll yeah. end up, somehow you're gonna be put to use. All the things that we think are failures and have no value in this way of life, everything's put to good use. Yeah. So a lot of shit. The frustration is we keep trying to we don't, but the head is trying to turn on something that's failed. Yeah. And then that's what happens. You get, that gets exhausted. And then there's a giving up of that. And then there's all the relief you thought that was going to bring is available. You just, ah. And then sooner or later, you start picking up on what's going on. Yes. Yeah. Thank it's just, it's more of a discarding than a, than a gathering. Yeah. It's more of a disarming than another call to arms. Yeah. Because you are what you're looking for. Literally. You really are. Yeah, that's the premise. Yeah. What if, do you think if it's a spirit's awakening, do you think spirit is individualized? I don't believe that. Spirit doesn't seem like it's a six foot eight spirit and then a four foot eight, 12 spirit. Yes. 300 pound spirit. No. Yeah. So the spiritual awakening is not of a thing. Yeah. That's us. We're not of a thing. So we're not waking up to something different than us. We're waking up to spirit as our true nature by seeing the false mental nature. So now we have the true, we have the horse in front of the false, the cart. Yeah. And then the cart get, travels a lot better when it has a horse pulling it than when it's trying to pull itself as a cart. It doesn't go well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm expecting to happen. You know, that's what I'm just seeing right now. It's like, just because there's slight discomfort doesn't mean anything's wrong. And I can't believe how much my life has changed thus far. So why not just trust it to keep going? So thank you. Just for today. You know, it's not like I've got to have a get a lifelong tattoo. No, you're just doing something right now. I got a couple of those. Yeah. I'll never forget. I'm going to tattoo this one. Yeah, you get a ha you get into at the habit of being sober, and something works on us, doesn't it? Obviously, doesn't the spirit work through you or on you or as you? It does. It's not. It doesn't take a big holiday. Your your all your huffing and puffing isn't making it bigger and greater. It already is. Yes, your thought of effort in a certain way is like arrogance, as if you could do something. Yeah. So I feel, you know, whatever. The problems of my life that got me st stuck all the time, they've been smoothed out by this design for living, this way of life. The way of life corrected what needed to be corrected, the action figures. 
Yeah. I'm not going to jail every week unless I'm visiting there. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. The action figure can be like a cow. It has a, it can graze. It's not going to be the greatest cow and it's not grazing on gold grass, but it's fine. It's very happy with enough. And it's, you want to put a surveillance camera, you can turn it off after an hour. It doesn't do shit. And there you go. Yes. <laughs> then that pause, because even though there are things that are being aware of, it doesn't mean there's no awareness. There's awareness. Yeah. There's just too much awareness of things, let's say, because we take ourselves to be a thing or the head directs us to be a thing. That awareness exhibited when shit stops, the pause, that's us. You just had a free sample of what you are. You mm. are that which is before everything. Yeah. 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 Thank yes. you, Paul. Yeah. So, and it's just a loss of interest and you can't lose interest as self. Self can't lose interest in self. It's just more interest in self. So yeah, you're just going to have to fucking play it out, sit it out. You may think you know the the what the fourth quarter, the end of the fourth quarter score is going to be, but you're playing in the first quarter. So fucking give it your all for no reason whatsoever, just to give it your all. And then you'll see the score at the end. Yeah. 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 Do that. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's oh, super helpful. Yeah. And you have willingness. The head likes to distort it and make it serious and shit like that. But the willingness is the key. Yeah. So there's, there's no definitely less action and more cerebral, which I think is both a blessing and a curse. Well, less action, but not more cerebral. Yeah, like less negative action, more positive action, but you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the, the acting less out cerebral, is less cerebral is definitely going to be an effect, yeah, of this I program. I feel. Yeah, it will. When you find things are failed, there's something in you that can be convinced. When it's convinced it's a failed system that's been relied on. It recognizes that horse, though it loves it and likes to pet it and spent a lot of money on nice saddles, is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets up. And now perhaps there is a better way and you're all for it. Yeah. And now you're trusting the infinite, which I believe we are faith or trust. That's what I think we are. So it says trusting the finite self. It could be us trusting finite self, trust in the infinite, us trust in the infinite. We are the trust that's put into things. And that trust put into things is going to manifest by the, in, by the thing it's put in, really. So if it's put into the mental state, you're going to probably produce a lot of anxiety yeah, about what's not happening. That same faith put into let's say the infinite will produce an ease and comfort now it's the same energy we're like a sense of neutrality us and we're giving polarity by what we're in so if you're into things as a thing uh things are going to have a lot of power over you yeah if you see you're into things but as jesus say you're not of things you're of the spirit you may be able to travel lighter through the world of things yeah that's how it goes. 
we're in this world, but we're not of this world. So take a look at what it looks like to be in the world and use that as a disclaimer of being of the world, which is a form of negation. That's what Jesus was doing. He says, hey, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. What? Yeah, so everyone knows what it like, what it feels like to be in the world, and he's negating that you're of that. Yeah, you're of spirit, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have to define the of in. Yeah, and you can't, how you find things in the world will not be applicable of finding what you're of because you're already that. You are already spirit, complete. Yeah, this isn't something you are in. You're not building a spiritual condition in this world. You're of a spiritual condition in this world. To me, that's very, very different. So, yeah. But thanks. Very nice to see you again, honey. Nice yeah. to see you too. Thanks for all coming here. Thanks, everyone. And you say your name is Karen rather than Karen? I usually just say Karen the Garage. And then people yeah, like, the oh, garage. good. Okay. That's a good way to remember that. Thank you, Karen. Hey, Karen, I just want to say, I just sent you a direct message in chat. I just wanted to make sure you took a look at it if you wanted to. All right. Okay, Paul, I don't see any more hands up. Oh, here comes Tom from New Mexico. All right. Come on in, Tom. There we go. Hi, Paul. I just wanted to, it's more of a share than a question today, but I wanted to, to piggyback on what Karen said, because that's the first, Karen, rather, sorry. Um, that's the first time I've heard somebody express in words the same kind of dilemma I felt in AA, which, you know, some gravelly old timer would go, like, get out of yourself, you son of a bitch, go help somebody, right? And I go help somebody or go on a 12-step call or go to Denver Cares, which is a detox, talk to some new guys, and it does work. I would get out of self. And sometimes there'd be like this afterglow for a little while. Of, God, I helped somebody. I feel good. And then it would, this, this fog of self would descend back in. And then I would say, God, I'm just not very happy. I have to go help somebody again. And it was like, at some point, I got, I got to thinking that I'm missing something and, and that the Tom head was missing something because he could only be happy when he was helping somebody and in solitude around my house I was always unhappy uh, and I see that I see how I believed that the Tom self who believed he was recovered sober alcoholic and was going in and out of self that that guy you know that guy went to long long links to try to solve his problem including going to India and all these other places to you guys some of you know the story you know and finally it crashed and burned you know, it just burned up and uh, gave up. And that's about the time I started talking to you, Paul. So I just wanted to share that, 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 that it's, 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 it was just nice to hear somebody share the same experience I had. So yeah. thanks, Karen. <laughs> well, the thing is, a lot of people's experience is in and out, in and out. And they want to stabilize. But on the experiencer level, it's defined by dualism, yeah, duality. So is in and out, in and out. But there's an underlying knowledge 
of your of the condition you're of that's available that will bring uh, a leavening agent to the in and out that seems to happen a lot yes because yes. it does it's an experience in and out yes in and out definitely but what we are can influence experiences but it's not an experience and this is sort of like because there is an experiential addiction also an aspect of that and this is more getting weaned off the experiential addiction and then resting in a being which doesn't have a tunus yeah so the being brings leavening like a leavening agent to the experience of going in and out all the time the sense of being can override that yes right yeah but not as the head see the head is of duality yeah, the head. Right. I had great faith in the head. This Tom, the sober, recovered alcoholic. I had great faith in that as a real thing. Yeah, you know, I, I kept trying to hold that up. You know, ah, look at me. I'm sober. Yeah. And it's not real. It's it's not personal. It's dualistic. So you're convinced and unconvinced. You feel like good and then you feel bad. It's just the way it happens. It's it's a ride. This case is. There's two windows on either side, and your habit is to look one and another. And so it's it's the experience is not going to stabilize. People have tried it. Remember that guy who had all that money uh, in Las Vegas? He built his own place, had like Kleenex boxes for shoes. He didn't want to meet any germ. He controlled. Uh, he tried to. He had the money to control everything, and he was just. <laughs> yeah. So. This is about a sense, a sense that's not, that doesn't come with an experience and go with an experience, a sense that is always available at all times. And it can bring a certain color to the colors of the day. Yes, it brings something to it. And this is to me, the recognition of, of through what you're not, you lose enough interest in that, and then that interest rests in that being, yeah, which gives you the ability to travel lighter through all the ins and outs. Yes, yes, yes. This Instead is the first having, time having all your travel based on in and out, how you're doing in and out. This will bring a a, a traveling lighter through all the in and outs. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've been I've been sober a long time, but this is the first time I'm in southern New Mexico in a little town, and I spend a lot of time in solitude. And it's really the first time I've been okay being in solitude. Oh, great! Before I always had to, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yes, I know. It's like yeah. uh, being alone is cool. I spend a lot of time alone, really. So it's fine. Yeah. It's, you're not lonely because again, there's a see. Uh, So here, a lot of people are stuck here, let's say, and then they want to take that trip to the heart. I say there's something even deeper there. And uh, there's a sense of being that do it doesn't have an on and off switch. It doesn't produce the anxiety of, oh, I'm feeling great, but I probably won't be feeling good tomorrow. It doesn't have that. It just is all the time. Yeah. And yeah. When you land on enough, it intimates, it's, it, it's, 
nature, which is different than what we're used to feeling good than feeling bad, trying to keep feeling good and being afraid of feeling bad again, all this, all that anxiety of managing and control, that perfume doesn't come off of that sense of being. Yeah? It's complete already in and of itself. And it lends a meaning that will come up to the surface and bring some influence on your day. Yeah, I feel it so strongly. Uh, like something that appears every day overrides all the appearances of the day. It does. Thank God. And one, like a great, one great master said, you know, you, what you are outshines circumstances and situation. Outshines them. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a before, there is an unsuspected inner resource. There is all that. You're not going to arrive there through the thoughts. The thought system is infected with alcoholism. It does have, does have, doesn't have any intention to do a deep dive other than to crucify you and, and another episode of you failing somehow. Yeah. There's a loss of interest in the system and then the attention drops somewhere else to some other system, a system with no beginning or end. And it brings what you can't find in the world of opposites. It brings some kind of evenness or balance. Yeah. Yeah. People who have found it know it. You know, you'll, it bubbles up. And you know, it's not from the systems that have failed, it's not of the, those systems. That's one thing very clear. Yeah. So. Why rely on that which where the problem resides, which is the mental condition? Yeah, the problem resides in the mind. Don't they say that? Yeah. Why would you want to rely on the mind where the problem resides? That's reliance on self. It's failed you in the past. It's going to fail you in the future. It's failing you now. Get the message. It's failed. <laughs> Stop holding on to that anchor. Let go. You'll be taking somewhere else. Yeah, hopefully. Don't you feel most of us have been living in the midst of thoughts a lot? We've been swimming in that fucking sea of thoughts, thinking that's the only body of water there is, hoping to find some stabilized island and get over there. There's so much. Yeah. I just see so much identity, loyal, loyalty to the identity of, you know, the recovered alcoholic is, is a, well, now like, that's getting over. That's great. Yeah. It's all falls off because it's, uh, relief doesn't need a name. Yeah. yeah. It relieves you of a lot of names, tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. You can wear those names loosely, but, uh, they're not badges or, you know, Exactly. Exactly. No. All right. Thank you, bro. I think that's it Thanks. then today. Anyone well, else? Paul, we have we have two more hands. Do you have time for them? Uh, it matters who they are. No, no. Go ahead. It's <laughs> okay. First, we have Brian from Minneapolis. All right. Where is? He? All right, Brian. Hey, Paul. Um, so I've 
been diagnosed with like depression and anxiety and every once in a while I use psychedelics and get a relief of the self and I want to keep searching for that and I get stuck in that searching uh, but what they do is they, they keep changing the medications which have very unpleasant side effects and it like I stop taking it and then I see the self playing tricks on me and so I, they just keep changing them. And eventually they said, well, maybe you have bipolar. So now they're trying like antipsychotics. And I, I see myself like maybe just playing out the bipolar, like acting really high manics and feeling really depressed in the lows. And then I start, um, so most recently it brought me to the point of buying beer at the liquor store, sitting in my car and there was, that pause and I was able to call Greg and he helped me dump out the beer. Um, and I still have nine months now without drinking. Uh, I feel super proud of that. And I realized that these medications aren't working. So I stopped taking the medication and I tell the doctor and they try to give me something new. And every time I take something new, I feel like I get stuck in myself. But while I'm sitting here listening to you, I feel a great relief from those symptoms that they're prescribing the medications. So I feel like by continuing to experiment with these random medications and these random unpleasant side effects, occasionally it gets so unpleasant that I see the self and I get relief from it until they give me something else and I get stuck in it. So I'm wondering what your opinion is on that cycle of just experimenting with medications. You know, I haven't done it. I've I've observed it in others, but I have never been under that. So I can't really say uh, from my experience. Uh, and it it's I would say it has to do with a specific uh, person. Yeah. So I would be it would be irresponsible of me to give any uh, advice without you having other people to watch, you know, to speak to where you live yes yeah so uh i would say if at all possible if that if it could be broken in a in a way because that habit of doing stuff and then having to take something else to uh, to uh affect the the effects of what the other stuff you're doing it can become a sort of vicious loop yes yes and uh uh i have my own opinions about uh, stuff so but i do know it would be nice if you could get back to the empty chalkboard before all this stuff's written on it yeah but you don't want to hazard uh a terrible event or something so you need people who you that you trust to speak about who've been through it all yeah and uh i hope that there is a better way like they say in aa that will bring that will come to you hopefully through the trusting the infinite yeah just like it says perhaps there's a better way but i again i haven't had that experience of having uh taking anything for the for um yeah and i did a lot of hallucinogenics 30 you know longer than 35 40 years ago 
I thought they had that great value until they turned into a form of entertainment. Uh, and uh, I don't see any need for it now, but whatever can help, I'm all for it. You know, I can't, I can't, uh, like it or not, the biggest emphasis is going to be the person who is take, taking the pill or doing the practice or entering the way of life, yeah? It's just, that's the way it is. This is a subjectively run experience mostly, yes? So you, in a sense, are the most important part of any equation. And like we talk about, it can be any equation and AA says, if there's a little bit of willingness, that equation can be put to good use, yes? So I don't know, bro. Uh, I don't want, again, I don't want to speak about I don't want what I don't know about, but I would, I would hope if at all possible to try to get back to taking the least amount of stuff and hopefully maybe finding a balance through herbs or food or something, because these pills to me make you depended on other pills and it can and uh yeah but then again i'm not in that situation just like when i got uh my knee went out surfing and so i was surfing one day and then, and then two days later i was in a, a jacuzzi at a at a town uh community center with 80 year old guys in the jacuzzi <laughs> you know <laughs> And uh, because of the knee. And then I said, I'm never going to get an operation. They said, well, pain's the biggest convincer. So, you know, I don't know what it would, you know what I mean? So I can't judge or give advice when pain or discomfort is going to be the biggest convincer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But come here if it helps you. And that's awesome. Yeah. Because I do believe. Uh, a lot of help doesn't have to take a form. It doesn't have to be a form of help. It can be help without form. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like this, like satsang, <laughs> like these meetings. So hopefully other people here that are going through the same thing can, if you stick around or they can inform you through a chat. I don't know how it really works. The Zoom here. <laughs> But people will hang out, I think, and get in touch with some, and there'll be people who have much more of an experience around this than I do. Yeah. All right. Thank you. And uh, remember, we're all here to support you. And yeah, just. Uh, yeah, I'm grateful, very grateful for this meeting. Uh, Greg told me about it. He's in the meeting now, and he said he's not able to talk because he's in a treatment. Uh, of some sort. So he wanted me to mention that he won't be able to talk. All right. Great. Well, say yeah, I can see him there. Yeah. Great. I'll keep going. Right. Well, you know, stay in touch. And uh, again, there's a lot of people that show up here that been through a lot of stuff. And I'm sure there'll be people who have more intimacy concerning this part of your journey, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Brian. And finally, uh, Paul, we have Mike M. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Just 
from the bottom of my heart, I really want to thank you because I've been listening on and off for about a year and you explain for many things that I just can't account for. Um, you know, there's this salesman that just keeps coming to the door and the new narrative is like, I'm getting older, I'm losing my memory. I did smoke a lot, a lot of crack. I ate a shitload of pills. It starts stacking on itself. And then last night, I drove somewhere that I drove so many times and I got lost on the way home. And I have, this narrative is so strong because I had a father that fell into Alzheimer's and dementia, a grandfather. And I really don't want to fucking build on this, man. And it's just had such teeth in me lately. And I discussed this with my wife and, um, and I'm like, I need, I, I don't know. I don't know what I fucking need. The one thing I do know is that I want, I don't really want this to be this new story because I've really been in a place of neutrality for a minute and this thing's been on me for like three weeks and I'm just, it's hard to fucking shake, you know? And I know that fear gets the ball rolling and makes these things blossom even faster based on not being in any trust or faith. And I know that the mental anxiety is replicating the fucking shark, you know? But this one's really got me, dude. This one's got me and it's had me for a minute. And I turn out and I'm of service and I show up. I don't know. I just had to share this, man, because it's kind of freaking me out lately, you know? Yes. Just based on some historic shit that has happened yeah. in my family, you know? I yeah. appreciate you, man. I really appreciate you, Paul. Well, again, you know the service. So when it gets too much or stepping outside or looking at something and let letting the attention be pulled off of you and put onto that something else. And, uh, you know, that anxiety and that it's running its little thing. Hopefully there's a, there's a, a silent combating of that in that, you know, better, you know, you're in good hands and stuff. So just if, if it gets seemingly tougher just use little skillful means to get out of it if you don't buy the product it's going to it's going you know it'll go to the back door the side door the skylight but it's going to leave yeah it is and it'll find some other gold nugget somewhere but yeah just don't act on it and then skillful means why do you think there's so much uh skillful means are necessary for so many of us because of going in and out of shit all the all the time. We're afraid to be out of something that we, you know, and uh, and they're they're useful when they're needed and it's appropriate to do. Yeah, so I would try to. I used to always recommend people watching Bloodline, the show on Netflix, because <laughs> I used to I watched it when I had the knee. And I was laid up. It seemed to pass time pretty nice. It was good writing. It is a good one. I got more involved in the people in Bloodline than I did with my knee. <laughs> so that was the whole point. So find things like that. I I do not believe many of us have been unlodged by that adhesion to self. So it doesn't take much to move us in the right direction. Basically, the heavy lifting has already occurred. Yeah. 
So it doesn't, it's just like a serenity prayer can do it and shit like that, you know? So it it's almost become self-correcting. You don't go way off beam anymore. Yeah. So yeah, just, you know, I would just bring it when it's coming up to step six and seven and ask that because it's like, a, it's a bit, it's a bit of, your energy that's sort of caught in this little time loop and would nice to be put to better use and you can't seem to do that so you ask the higher power to take it and use it yeah yeah that's what i would do i do it a lot when i wake up because i have a lot of dreams that demonstrate the same pattern and the pattern is I have everything to be okay, but I'm not okay. Like the bike I'm riding becomes squares, the tires and shit. And I leave a place I'm familiar with and now I don't know where I am. And it's, so I, all the time, I have no idea. I just bring it to six and seven because I, I wake up, I'm aware, I go, wait a minute, this is, and I just ask it to take it. Yeah, because obviously there's some underlying energy there that the head is trying to, make the same statue out of it every night. I'd rather have it. I'd rather have a much more, uh, you know, I don't want to go through a gallery at the museum with the same statue in every fucking hall. I'd rather have, maybe there's some other artistic projects that could be, it could be used for. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a real, I'm a real uh, believer in step six and seven. Because I really truly believe a lot of what we become aware of is not of us. It's not about us. It's it's the head doing its thing. So I always bring it to step six and seven, and I trust the process. I don't have to look at what it, if it does anything. I just find that I get relief. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I can say, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, as always. I appreciate it. Welcome, man. It's a pleasure. And uh, yeah. Yeah, there's tons of Zoom. So if Paul, the Zen Bish Slap Zooms work, use them. You know, there's tons of YouTubes. Go back to the old days. <laughs> I don't know how old they go back. We don't have the real old days. I wish I could get some of those done. But it's the old days and the same message is what I love. It's yeah, just versed differently. Yeah, yeah. Thanks again, brother. We love you, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, is that it, Mickey? I think it's it's uh, a, a, a finale. Oh, great. Well, I thank you for everyone sticking with the, the show. It overran time, but thank you. We got Mike. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Michael Stacy, as always. Mike, am I going to see you today? We have another meeting today at 4.30 Pacific time based on another topic but it, it may have a lot of similarities. <laughs> it's at 4.30, the same Zoom and everything. All right, we've got Lee B. Nice to see you, Lee. Lee. Lynn D. Lee B and Lynn D. Wow, that's cool. Kathy L in Cleveland. Nice to see you, Kathy. Uh, there she is, Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. Al, uh, entrenched in las vegas greg he's he's silent he's been he's he's in virtual muted all right greg amos s nice to meet you amos i don't think i've met you i would have remembered 
the name Amos. That's a sort of nice yes, name. I'm new, but I'm following. Thanks a lot. It's good stuff. Where are you from? I'm from Sweden. Oh, nice to see you, Amos, from Freedom, Sweden. Well, I hope I see you soon again. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. We got Brian from Minneapolis. Thank you for your share, Brian. Thank you. Yeah. Tom, New Mexico. Yep. Abiding in solitude. J.A. <laughs> we got Annette's. Nice to see Annette. Yep. Jacob in the Hudson Valley, as always. Kelly, I think she's down near LA somewhere. Yeah. Chris B, he's up in Mammoth Lakes. Yeah, still warm. James Lebowski. Yeah, he keeps bouncing checks at the uh, supermarket. We got Rich A. Nice to see you, Rich. Chris B in Boston. Yeah. Joseph. Nice to see you, Joseph. Roman. Roman, I'll be nice. I'll be seeing Roman hopefully in the at the shores of Sicily. Yes. We got uh Dana. Miranda, I just had the pleasure of meeting Miranda. Hey, Miranda, send me that meeting met info for tomorrow. Because I, yeah. Yeah, I already, I sent it to Mike. <laughs> I don't know how to get a hold of you. I tried All right, he'll send it like... to me. Yeah, he'll send it to me. All right, thanks. I'll talk to you tomorrow then, too. Can't fucking wait. All right. <laughs> Bless up, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, well. There's Nina, 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 I'm going to talk you into Sicily. I know you've been quiet on it. Yeah, you're not getting away. I saw you too much there. Yeah, yeah, don't give me that. I know, I can see. No, no. All right, you're on. You're on from Sweden. We got Amos from Sweden. Yeah, you may be able to chat and connect. That would be good. Yeah, great. Yeah. I got Joseph from uh, France. Yes, I did. Okay, we've got uh, Karen, Ray, Karen. Oh, the car, yeah, garage. Car in, uh, that's nice. What happens if it's a two-car garage? John, John K, nice to see you. Alex, oh, Alex and Jacob, they're on separate phones here, okay. Jess from Ireland. Jess, we're probably going to have to, if if you don't decide to come, we're going to have to build a scholarship maybe for you. Yes, we'll force you into going to Sicily. Keith from Portland. Christine Kona. Oliver Berlin. I, Annette's iPad. Uh, hey, thank you. Oh, Lebowski has appeared. He's going uh, mountain man now. Yeah, all right. All right, bro. Oh, yeah. Cleaned up the back and got, uh, oh no, you got the hair. All right, all right. Okay, I'll see everybody. Hey, thanks, I'll see you, some of you today. Thank you so much.